Ladies and gentlemen, welcome in to another episode and a very special episode this time around. Thank you for joining us because today I am not alone. Today I have a very special guest, but I hesitate to call him a guest because I have forced him to be on this podcast. So we'll call him a co-host for today. Nonetheless, uh, he is the lead photographer for us at Seha Wedding House. Um, Mr. Armin. Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. Welcome. Nice to meet all of you behind the audio here in podcast form. Yeah. Um, How does it feel to uh, to be forced into doing this podcast with me today? Well, you know, I feel quite comfortable. I feel quite comfortable and I'm excited to see, you know, what we talk about and just blabber about things and what we've been through. Absolutely. I'm excited as well. As you have all seen in the title, today we are speaking everything destination weddings, but really not everything. <laughs> we are we will be focusing on specific European countries, Spain, Italy, Paris, and London. If you have ever considered a destination wedding, traveling abroad, or maybe even just taking a trip, then this podcast, I believe, is for you. A quick disclaimer, this will not be the most, uh, you know, straightforward, straight to the point, super uh, strict, strict outline podcast uh, because this is, uh, we're really just lounging here. We finished up some work and, you know, we have, we have both recently returned from these countries and, and we thought we would get together and talk about it, but why not record it while we're at it? And hopefully we can bring some, some value to you. But that was a disclaimer. This will be a little bit more informal, a little bit more fun. So hopefully um, you still find this helpful, whether it educates you, inspires you, or just entertains you. Uh, thank you for being here. And we're going to get into it. So today's episode, without further ado, Destination Weddings in Europe. Again, we are back. So, Armin, I had a brief introduction. We did a brief introduction. But for those that don't know you or maybe didn't uh, haven't haven't seen you around the the Instagram socials or whatever it may be, tell us who you are. Well, how's it going, everyone? My name is Armin Avila. And I have been in the wedding industry, I'd say, for the past five years. I began, actually, second shooting for Mr. Seha here. And then I got into doing, you know, most of the photo um, for myself, for, for working with him together, and just for other companies as a whole. Um, then I got a little bit more into video, and now I do mostly video. Uh, but we still, um, ob obviously, offer both photo and video. Um, I still try to focus on both video and photo, um, but I, ha I do really enjoy what I do. And um, But yeah, today, like, like Adrian said, we're just going to talk about our travels, destination weddings, and, and if you should have a destination wedding 
uh, either whatever location you'd like to today we're specifically going to be talking about Italy, France, um, Barcelona, which is in Spain, and England, London. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited to to just talk about whatever we talk about and let's get into it. <laughs> That's a good way of putting it, whatever we talk about, because we tend to go on tangents and rants. Mm-hmm. So we'll try to we'll try to catch ourselves. But yeah, like uh, like Armin mentioned, we we've been doing destination weddings the majority of of our I guess professional careers in weddings, whatever. I don't know what that means these days, but we've been doing destination <laughs> weddings for the past, you know, five, six years. And a lot of people don't know that um, because we haven't shown it too much recently. But yeah, pretty much every wedding that we have shot has required us to travel quite a distance, either by car, but now we are too old for that. So we travel by plane. <laughs> we, we tried the whole, uh, the whole driving 10, 12 hours, uh, 20 hours, and my yeah. back can't take it anymore. Those back injuries, yeah, they're they're showing up with all that heavy equipment and going to the gym, <laughs> everything. <laughs> yeah, everything we, we were not on. the smartest young uh, filmmakers <laughs> and photographers. But like you mentioned, uh, Armin has been doing photos for The Wedding House as a lead shooter this pretty much the entire existence of of the the business the company and now he's transitioning into into video so hopefully he will leave us in good hands with another lead photographer and then he will be the lead videographer for the wedding house so uh that means i can retire comfortably and he can take over and i can go and take all these trips to europe and uh, spend spend a year or two there that sounds pretty nice, but that's probably not going to happen, to be quite honest. And we're already going on our first rant. So let's circle back. Here we go. Today, we're talking about destination weddings as a whole. Like I said, this is going to be a little bit more entertaining, not so informative. This is not a guide, but more so in impressions. Like I mentioned, we have both recently returned from from these countries, and we thought, well, if someone is looking to get married or to travel abroad for their wedding, whether that be, you know, in Europe or elsewhere, what would you recommend? What would you say to them more so about the feeling of a place? Because we can all get very technical and you can get married anywhere. You can find good planners anywhere and find good vendors anywhere. But if you're if you're interested and what a place feels like, the character, the personality of a place, and uh, whether you might like it, then I think this is a perfect podcast for you. And in reality, this is going to just focus on more of a travel element because I find that most of our couples are pretty creative, adventurous, aside from just being good couples. I don't know what that means, but aside from uh, from being our couples we find that our clients are also people who travel quite a bit and i think our audience is people who take interest in a lot of travel and a lot of adventure so this is a good podcast really for anyone who may be who may be interested in taking a trip either down memory lane and remembering what those places were like through our perspective or taking a literal trip in the future. 
So both of us will cover Paris specifically. We have not, we will not cover the whole country of France. Um, Armin will cover Barcelona and how the locals say Barcelona, Barcelona, La Barceloneta. <laughs> um, and uh, he will also cover Italy, Italia, Naples, Italia. So we're going to Napoli, we're going to Rome, and then last. I was going to say last but not least, but last and least London. I think that shares my first opinion <laughs> on London. Last and least, we will cover London, England, which in reality is not that bad. So why don't why don't we get started? Uh, I came back from Paris not too long ago. You came back literally like yesterday so <laughs> three so, weeks ago <laughs> not yesterday but pretty recent yeah I yeah would say so, so all within a couple months and we were out there for for some time but give me your initial impressions on paris paris François, mon Dieu. so those are the only words that i learned and they were all wrong <laughs> by the way we do I, actually no, okay listen Fun fact. Merci beaucoup. That's all I know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but that's that's Bonsoir. what I learned. A little Bonjour. Bonjour. But yeah, um, I think Paris. <clears throat> the the idea behind Paris, you know, you see it as, like in the media, it's portrayed as a as a kind of like fairy tale city, and that's one of the places that actually lives up to its name mm. in my opinion because when i got there i tend to not overhype things i tend to kind of like set low expectations um so i did the same with that but there's always like that idea that you want it to be what the media portrays it to be you know you want it yeah. to be that fairy land mm -hmm. the fairy tale land that place where like um everyone's happy everyone's like the romance is there everything like that so in my opinion, Paris did live up to that name. Mm. Um, everything, just when I got there, I just felt like if I was like in a fairy tale, it was like that one of those cities that you just see, you just see like buildings and you're like, wow, like, like that building exists because mm. like here in America, it's completely different. It's like the only thing is it was a little bit cold, which I like mm. because yeah. I'm more like of a cold weather person. Um, so I like that kind of like moody kind of like look to it. Um, but over there, everything's just like super. Um, what's the word that I'm trying to look for? Just super. Um, it's like a rent. Is that the word? Renaissance? <laughs> if that's a word. <laughs> super renaissance let's go with that, that. not a word <laughs> no that is not a word we're not gonna go with that but you know i we, we understand what you're saying yeah so it's just i went with a friend when we first got there um so my trip was basically consisted of we went to barcelona then we took the trip to paris then we took the trip to italy uh, so paris was in the middle so when we got to Paris, it was just, it, it was three completely just different, mm -hmm. just things. And that's what caught my eye the most that it was just like, obviously like the cultures are different, just yeah. things like that. 
but you think of Europe and you're like, it might be something similar around there, here and there. Mm-hmm. But it was just completely different. Obviously, the language is different. The people is different. But just the whole vibe was just different. Yeah, that's um, true. That's but true. coming back to the main point of what did I think of Paris, um, we pretty much explored the whole city and bike. We just rented like the they have like some bikes mm-hmm. there that you could just rent off your phone. We biked across the whole city, so we got to explore the little crooks and, and crannies around the areas, little alleyways, everything. Um, and we pretty much went to all of the touristic locations, but we did got we did get to get like some authenticity, like some of the little spots, like cafes and things mm-hmm. like that. Um, but when it comes to weddings, do I recommend having a wedding in Paris? Uh, if you have the money, I'd say if you have the money, anything's possible. Oh, of course. But with just with anything, like with all of these destination weddings, there's just going to be tourists everywhere. There's going to be traffic everywhere. So just be prepared for that. But when it comes to like getting married there and if you just want that that romantic vibe to your wedding, I mean, Paris is a good location. Yeah. Um, the only place that I could related to here would be new york would maybe be the closest place um but it's definitely a very unique place i mean if you want to see the eiffel tower um, but it's not even just about the touristic areas um it's just the whole vibe with the people just you enter a cafe and it's like bonjour uh, would you like to sit here for <laughs> for some for some food? Because We're being everyone like knows super that there's offensive that. right now. You know what? I uh, I'm sorry if I'm offending anyone. <laughs> sorry <okay>? to interrupt, <laughs> but <laughs> if you're French, so and we you're do. Hearing this, it was very strange. I don't mm-hmm. know exactly how this happened, but we do have French listeners in the podcast. I I don't think I made that many friends out there for them to be uh, finding <laughs> finding them. <laughs> podcast but i i wouldn't apologize because i would say you know no one's listening but Mm. for our french listeners we're sorry i am apologizing on behalf of armin for for uh slandering your language i'm looking to get better okay (laughs) i got a french teacher on the way but i definitely i definitely know what you're saying i i i understand pretty much everything that you're that you're that you're saying where you're coming from because I think the common question is like, is Paris really that city? You know, is it that city of love? And all I can say is Paris is Paris for a reason. Like all of these stories that you hear about Paris, and oftentimes they do relate to love and romance and, you know, these kind of like fairy tale things, but it is for for a reason but sorry you were saying it was like new york yeah so i pretty much when it comes to like in the united states i can compare it to new york but it's still very different it's just i mean it's different cultures different languages and just different whole um just way of living but yes it's it's that city that when you go there you'll it'll wow you for sure um but what, we were only there for a couple of days. We got to explore the Eiffel Tower, the, uh, what's the arch called again? The, the Arc de Triomphe. The Arc de Triomphe. I'm sorry if I was still good. I'm going I'm to keep on, on yeah. giving a little bit of, of Frenchness in there. But yeah, you have to. I'll, I'll keep it simple. 
um we went there and then where else did we go uh, we went just pretty much the whole all the touristy yeah, places. All the you kind of have to do that. It's it's yeah. literally like going to New York and you mm-hmm. do Times Square and it's not necessarily the greatest thing in the world, but mm-hmm. something you do and you say, I've been and you look at the Empire State Building yeah. and whatnot. So that's very that's a very similar experience mm-hmm. for everyone that goes to Paris. Now, when it comes to weddings, you said that you wouldn't necessarily. I think... If you have the money, it's definitely a beautiful city to get married in, mm-hmm. just because um, the hype behind it does back it up a little bit. It I'd does, so. right? I did yes. feel that. I and like I just similar to you, I'm not one who's like super high on things mm-hmm. or has these grandiose expectations. Like I'm kind of just like you know, you show up without expectations, and I think that's how Paris is enjoyed the most. I. I don't think it disappointed me. It has a special feeling to it, just like everyone says. But I do think you have to let the city come and happen to you as ex- as opposed to having these set expectations. Paris has to happen to you. If I could describe it in, you know, three words, it's classy, it's timeless, and it's unapologetically confident. Paris is such a confident city that it's almost it's almost a culture shock because the people there are so confident they want to be seen and Paris at the end of the day is about Parisians and if you're in Paris it's because you're there to be noticed you're there to be seen you're there to be scrutinized in a good way when speaking to them they'll tell you it's better to be seen and to go and notice because you may you may have had this similar experience where you feel like everyone will openly stare at you and just judge you and i think that can come off a little bit weird if you're not from there but to them it's like okay well it's better to be seen it's better that you acknowledge that i'm looking at you, you acknowledge me um to them that's just that's just their style they're straight to the point and i think some people can find that as rude but I found it quite nice. Maybe it just suited my my personality or how I I, I am also pretty kind of like straight to the point direct. But I can see how if you're going there for a wedding and you're expecting the same level of like service and catering to you, I don't think that's going to happen in Paris. They do business very differently. It's very straight to the point. And... It feels like no one is really above anyone else. I think here in the service industry, you can deal with the bride and groom who will always have the final word because they are the bride and groom. And you may say, of course, rightfully so. But if you think that you're kind of showing up with an entitled attitude or you want all your requests met, maybe, of course, if you have all the money, they're going to do whatever you want. But... For a standard experience, I would say you're not going to get everything there. <laughs> Even when you show up for like just for dinner, it's more so like, "Hey, what do you want?" Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like just sit down. What do you want? <laughs> we'll bring you something right now, man. You know? Seriously, you know. Yeah. Whereas if you're here in America, mm-hmm. you're thinking like you walk into a restaurant, "Hey, welcome in. Nice, nice to have you here." 
Uh, is there any special occasions? My name is this. What can I do for you? Sit down. Anything you need? How's everything? Da, 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 da. And over there, you walk in. Bonjour. What do you want? Sit down. And if you need anything, tell me. Because I'm not even bringing you a tab. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Which is, that's that's how they are. You know, to them, that's a way of being respectful to your time. But in in regards to a wedding... It's such a service-based experience that I don't know. I don't see how you don't run into a little bit of that. And if you're not ready or prepared for that, it may shock you. Now, in Paris, would you have a big wedding or a small wedding if you were to have one there? I think if I was to have, let's say if I was to have my wedding, right? Mm -hmm. The way I am, I would have a small wedding. Mm -hmm. But if you want the whole just Paris experience, go big, like. It just, I think it just depends on what you want. At the end of the day, anything, you can make anything happen. You know, money speaks. You, what do you think it's best suited for? Um, I think it's best suited for something a little bit smaller. Small, I agree. Yeah, just I agree. because, I mean, it's just a very crowded area. It's so which crowded. is, I mean, it's like, it's reasonable. I mean, it, for it being Paris. Um, but you're going to be seeing tourists everywhere. There's not super secluded locations just because everything is <laughs> yeah, in the city. That's that's true. I, I asked myself, too, like, where would I have if I was a, if I was planning a wedding here um, for a client? Where would I? And they wanted it in the city of Paris. Like, where would I? I know there is places, of course. But at that point, you're spending insane amounts of money. Because Paris is such a tight city, the traffic is very dense, the the apartments, the infrastructure is very old, and that's what makes it beautiful. But you know, if you're taking a hundred guests, seventy guests, and you're thinking that you're gonna find accommodations for all of them and that they're gonna be comfortable, that might be a challenge unless you're once again willing to spend crazy amounts of money to put them in a really nice hotel. Because a lot of these buildings even like if you're going to Airbnb or whatnot, they don't have elevators. They're just stairs. You're going to climb up six stories. And I wonder, like, how do older people live here that, you know? Built different. They yes. really are. Like, they must not have bad <laughs> knees are. or something. Because, yeah. you know, the infrastructure is not the best. Just because it's old, it's beautiful. But you may have some trouble with accommodations if you're taking a large party. I think that's why when you see like Parisian weddings or Parisian um, kind of like romance, it's usually very intimate. Like yeah. it's a couple in front of the Eiffel Tower by the Louvre or, you know, very kind of like classic mm -hmm. couple. I think it's great for an engagement shoot and then get out to the countryside mm -hmm. and have your wedding. Like, Or if you like elopements, I mean, elopements is more of like that adventure style mm -hmm. type of thing. I mean, you can have an elopement anywhere if you just want to have a picnic under... Like, there's a lot of nice areas with the Eiffel Tower behind. Um, yeah. Just, like, little parks where you could just, you know, have, like, a little engagement shoot or even, like, a little elopement that... that um, I didn't look too much into it, like, if they allow, like, small elopements there. But, I mean, I'm sure they do. There's a lot of open areas when it comes to, like, the outskirts. And you can still see a lot of the city behind. Yeah, the city is beautiful literally in any arrondissement, which is, like, a district that they call it mm -hmm. in Paris. It's beautiful from pretty much any of those, you know. But if you want to be in the center where the 
classic traditional Paris, then that might be a little bit more, more difficult, but it may be worth it. Like, I think to have your dream wedding in Paris will be worth it, but it will take more effort than if you were, you know, in the countryside of Spain or even in like a different city because Paris just attracts so much tourists. And then it also has a very strong culture. Like Paris is not like any other place in France and maybe not any other place in the world. So, I mean, I loved it. I love the energy. You compared it to New York, but it's it's like very similar, but very different. Yeah. The people like the city moves fast, but the people move slow. Mm -hmm. So if that's the type of person you are where you feed off of energy, but you're also maybe a little bit more introverted and maybe just a little bit more, uh, I don't know, you romanticize, you're, you're okay with romanticizing your life, even though things are not perfect, then I think you that that's a perfect place for you. Yeah, I agree. Okay, so final verdict on Paris. Would you have a wedding there? Would you plan a wedding there? I... I would not have my wedding there. I would plan a wedding there. Who wouldn't, right? But yeah, it would be a huge headache. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, also, Europe is not much cheaper than... We're from California. If you're like... I'd say it compares to California pretty much Yeah, I to mean, the dot. It, it, everywhere, like all those areas, maybe it's just because it it's touristic locations yeah paris is if you're from california paris is going to be the same expense so if you think that you're going to have a destination wedding and somehow have it be more affordable i would reevaluate that at least in paris for sure and especially if you're from like arkansas or something oh you know? yeah <laughs> like this paris is you know go to california and if you feel like california is affordable or new york is affordable then I think you're you're gonna be in the same ballpark mm-hmm. when you come to to Paris. So let's move on. Take me to Barcelona. Barcelona. So I think Barcelona was, in my opinion, the least favorite out of all three. Mm-hmm. Just because um, I think it's just I mean we didn't stay there for that long so we didn't get to experience all of Barcelona. Yeah, and quick disclaimer, we are definitely not experts in any of these cities. Oh, yeah. We're giving you initial impressions, something that you might see if you're visiting for the first time. If you're from France, if you're from Spain, if you're from Italy, then this does not apply cuz you know, this this is really for foreigners who are traveling to these countries, maybe for one, two weeks max this is kind of the the experience that you may have so that out of the way because you know i don't, I don't want to be offensive to anyone who lives there it's no like, no oh, yeah, wasn't no. that nice and you're like well you didn't, <laughs> yeah we you know, know nothing when yeah we know nothing we haven't lived there for from, 20 years from our experience from our impressions yeah, yeah from our, our impressions so when it comes to barcelona it's mo- like you could compare it to some coastal city in california similar to that it's just obviously going to be a different culture mm-hmm. and different landscape but it's a coastal city if you want a nice coast um, barcelona would be a nice location um you won't really get so much of that city vibe yeah but you will get a lot of authentic locations if you like that 
uh, like rundown city type of vibe. Mm-hmm. Barcelona is a super nice city for that. The people there, super nice. You have to know some Spanish, which is why I booked it as the first location out of all three, just because I wanted some familiarity with, mm-hmm. since I know uh, Spanish, um, I just wanted some familiarity to start off the Europe trip with. Um, but then the food is also, I wouldn't say it's that good, but <laughs> man, we're maybe just, I just didn't go to the right spots. <laughs> we're just offending everyone here. No, but I know what you're saying. Yeah, you have your it, it, we just maybe didn't go to the right spots because... Um, I mean, we haven't gone to Italy yet, but Italy was the best out of all three, in my opinion. But Barcelona, it has, it has, it doesn't have as much to offer as the other two. Mm-hmm. So I think when it comes to Barcelona, you're still gonna see a lot of tourists. You're still gonna see, it's a little bit more of a, a dirty city. I'm so sorry if you're from Barcelona, but just. Uh, clean up your trash just a little bit more no i mean we can't speak coming from California. yeah that is very true but i mean it's um no it's it's, a younger city it's a younger city if you're going to that city is because you you like that party vibe aspect a little bit more a little bit more coastal would be like Mm -hmm. going and not you know straight comparison but similar to like going to like venice beach type yeah of yeah the people are kind of similar to that there's a lot more of a younger crowd there's people out there walking at 3 a.m mm-hmm. just like passing by there's stores open at 3 a.m there's restaurants open at 3 a.m because they know that's what most of the people that go there come for mm-hmm. it's close to ibiza so some people fly there like we did we got a little bit of exploring in ibiza but not so much um, but when it comes to barcelona it's a coastal city. Do you want to get married there? Do I recommend you getting married there? Maybe not, but that's just me. That's just you. Because um, it's not really the vibe that I would go for. I would 100% recommend Paris over Barcelona. Mm. Okay, well, tell us what type of person you are. So for I think I like a little bit more of that elegant vibe. Just I'm a kind of like more of a conserved person. Like I like just what the kids say chill vibes oh my <laughs> so i i like more not that super huge yeah. party vibe but i still wanted to explore that aspect of barcelona which is why we picked to go to barcelona and ibiza and they were all super nice locations mm-hmm. ibiza in itself it's an island you're gonna get some of the most beautiful beaches there you're gonna see beautiful views and out of those if you like views go to Ibiza. If you like the people, go to Barcelona. Mm, the people the there people. in Barcelona, you go to a restaurant. Hola chicos, como están? Que van a querer? Which is like, how's it going guys? What do you guys yeah. want to eat? And just that whole vibe. If you like the nightlife, life, uh, lifestyle, we didn't explore too much of the nightlife, but it was, I mean, I could see just from the people there, they were having a lot of fun yeah. during that, during those times. Um, but yeah, I think Barcelona was my least favorite out of all of them. It's still a beautiful city. Absolutely. But I think, I mean, you compare them to Paris and Italy, like, come on. <laughs> no, I mean, they, 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 from what I'm gathering mm-hmm. from your impressions, Barcelona is much warmer when it comes to receiving guests. And I think, you know, even though they're European, I think that runs in the Spanish culture in general or Hispanic culture. Like I said, I know they're Europeans, but still that warmth. Of, of you know the spanish I, I even in paris i could say that the easiest european to spot was the spaniard 
because they're so welcoming they're so you know out there and warm they're also bold and they're they're very lively you can say they have a lot of life to them so i think if you have a little bit more of a younger crowd if you're taking younger guests or that's who your wedding party consists of then barcelona may be perfect a little bit more of a coastal town like you said a little bit more nightlife more uh fun possibly yes if you like to party go to barcelona that's all i gotta say if you want a huge party in your wedding go to mm. barcelona if you like the coast go to barcelona if you like the island life go to barcelona then go to ibiza to get married so experience a little <laughs> wow, bit of barcelona really i haven't heard that before then go to ibiza and then get married there beautiful beaches some of the best beaches mm -hmm. i say in the world um that's i mean ibiza is like the party central of the world yeah i, I so, can see that um so maybe actually i'm gonna retract that i'm gonna say go to ibiza go to ibiza i'm gonna say go to ibiza party it up there then go to barcelona and get married there barcelona is a little bit more calm if you want to party just that's all you want in your wedding go to ibiza mm -hmm. and i mean that's pretty much kind of like the whole very dick that i saw mm -hmm. when visiting those two um but a wedding in barcelona a wedding in ibiza Mm, for me no for some people who like to party this that's like the whole the, yeah. whole, the whole the like whole theme thing of in, this in podcast is like you know this is such a great place i wouldn't get married there <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I think it just i think it's because there's just a lot of people in these touristic areas they gather like they um, yeah they call a lot of people over to just explore the city mm -hmm. Yeah. But overall, for me, I just want to be kind of like away from the people and just have something more mm -hmm. intimate, yeah. which is probably why I'm like basic. But when we move to Italy, we'll have a completely different conversation. Okay, because I have a so that's where we're going next. But uh, so far, um, and by the way, we're covering the, the major cities a lot of times in these countries because, of course, you know, it's going to be very different if you go to Lyon in France or nice in france or any of these places as opposed to paris but people wonder about paris just like if you go to valencia is going to be different than if you go to barcelona so you know we're not saying this is the only place you can get married but these are some major cities that you may be wondering about so france a little bit more classy more timeless more elegant barcelona if you're trying to throw a crazy party that might be the place or San Juan de los Lagos. <laughs> <laughs> San Juan de los Lagos. <laughs> One of those two. San go to Spain or Mexico. Go to Spain or Mexico if you're uh, if you're trying to throw a, a massive a massive rager that ends at five in the morning. Uh, which Europeans, no one talks about their sleep schedule, but they don't sleep. Oh yeah, like I saw people around at every time, like every single time. Of the day. I was so concerned because they like there's people getting home at four in the morning, and those same people are getting up at seven in the morning. And I don't know what <laughs> don't know what is keeping them alive, but it's probably know. in Barcelona they call it la siesta. Uh, so they have the nap. They had they literally close all of the restaurants like at three p.m. Mm -hmm. and like everything's pretty much closed. So I was trying to look for a restaurant, even grocery stores. I was like trying to buy some bananas or something for mm -hmm. for my shake in the Airbnb that we were making. Yeah, 
and nothing was open. So we had to wait like an hour to two hours for everything to reopen again, which is very interesting that they do that. They do that. They do that in Paris too. Like not a formal CSX is such a big city, but I noticed that Parisians and I kind of started doing this too, like two weeks in, they just like, they want time to go back home from running errands or something just to do nothing. And then they go back out into the world. And it's very, very interesting. That may be the key to their, uh, to their longevity and crazy sleep schedules because wow i hadn't thought of that um nowadays we're doing more multi-day weddings and not too long ago uh we had a wedding that incorporated a a nap time because it was a three-day wedding and they they had a nap time and i was like wow i think more weddings should have this so underrated underrated side side comment if you're planning a wedding this is probably really unrealistic but naps are really great in general introduce nap time (laughs) introduce a nap time if you have a multi-day wedding which usually if you're having a destination wedding they are more than one day so maybe a whole week out there in barcelona a couple naps never hurt anybody but enough of barcelona ahora vamos a italia Italia, Naples, Italia, my favorite location out of all three. All right, this and is I this say, is what you've been dying to I talk about. I say by quite a long shot. A long shot. Uh, actually, yes, I say so. The reason I say talk that, to me, talk maybe, to me. maybe it has to do with with the fact that we stayed there longer, and it's just like we were close to everything. Whereas Paris is like Paris. Mm-hmm. That's like the only city around there. Like if mm-hmm. you're going to put like france you pretty much just have to pick a location Mm -hmm. when you're going to barcelona to coastal city is kind of far away from the rest of the other cities Mm -hmm. like uh, we wanted to go to madrid but it was just like a six hour like train ride yeah and like a like a the plane there just wasn't efficient um but italia so we ended up going to naples uh naples italy and we ended up going to rome italy Mm -hmm. so when it comes to naples if you like authenticity, I know I've said that about the rest, but authenticity in this city, what I mean by that is you like you like the people, you like gathering with people. Like, for example, I accidentally stumbled into a random wedding in the middle of like stores all around. They call it the centro. Mm-hmm. So when it comes to Italy, everything is like... Um, it's when you first get there if you're not used to cars just going and everyone's way to like just chaos in the city you'll be a little bit shocked but i enjoy that i like Mm -hmm. chaos in the city i like because that like the people there their energy they're screaming at you but in a nice way so they're like oh like i don't, I don't know. I here don't we go again explain it. <laughs> yeah but like at first when i got there they're like in paris they're direct right mm-hmm. but they're like a little bit more yeah they're direct. very quiet yeah. they're very it's very po- polite in paris like exactly. the city is loud but the people are calm exactly. and quiet and don't make too much noise in italy when you get there you might think they're about to like kill you or something because of how they speak to you but they speak to you like in this like nice way where like you just feel their energy and you just want to match that energy but you can't because 
you were kind of risen and raised in a different culture and it's mm-hmm. like they are the only ones who have that like, yeah. little touch that right? touch but we explored Naples. so if you like the coast we went we explored the amalfi coast specifically Ooh, positano that's a wedding hotspot that is a wedding hotspot and i see why it is oh okay tell me so more. we went there that coast is really something else just it just like you go there and you just see houses on houses or not really houses but buildings that are like restaurants just stuck next to like a mountain and like the whole view there of the ocean the water is so blue there's caves everywhere there's people cave swimming there's restaurants that just play music everywhere there's the people there um so the Amalfi Coast is going to have a lot of tourists. That's the thing. Naples is going to have a lot of locals. Rome is a bit more of a touristic area. Mm-hmm. So the Amalfi Coast, do you want something beautiful? Do you want something coastal? Do you want, um, do you not want like a lot of authentic uh, buildings around? I'd say the Amalfi Coast is a great location for that. If you're bringing the whole family with you, you could just go cave diving, go on a boat, go um everything that a coast has to offer the amalfi coast is is i would say is top location water warm oh the water's warm too. water's warm the okay. water is actually warm because here i dip one toe into the water and i get hypothermic <laughs> yeah but over there yeah you could actually swim in the water beautiful so, there was there we went on a boat ride and there was people uh, cave swimming and they were just like come on come cave swim with us and things like that mm-hmm. so it's just those things that really just make me like I don't know if it was just me that it's like just random strangers just yeah. pulling you to to just have fun with them um, so that was the Amalfi Coast but I'll get back to that because I wanted to talk about Naples a little bit more which was Maybe my favorite out of the three locations in Italy. Wow. I heard you went skinny dipping in the Amalfi Coast. <laughs> I wanted to. I wanted to, but I decided not to. Okay. Yeah. But um, Naples, there was just like a random wedding in the middle of the centro. So mm-hmm. Naples is composed of just like you'll see restaurants at the bottom and just people living on top of those restaurants so it's just this city that that just likes to be together and mm-hmm. just happy all the time yeah so that's what i noticed about italy everyone's just happy so when we went to the centro we went to get some food we tried some good spaghetti we walked a little bit more we ended up in a um this was i think the second day in a location that serves poke bowls so you might be like you went to italy for some poke bowls Yes, I went to Italy for some poke bowls. Okay, because uh, some people call it poke bowls. Okay, I know, okay. but I say poke bowls, poke bowls. and I just and I just say uh-huh. it like that because that's how I learned okay. to say it. But right. it's poke bowls. But from now on, listening <laughs> okay. to this podcast poke bowls. is poke bowls. So I'll just say poke bowls. Mm-hmm. So we went to get some poke bowls, right? And it was pretty late already. And this guy, we met the owner of the restaurant, right? This guy, he was like, he was a super chill guy and he was just, um, he, he served our food and stuff. And after that, we went to go pay 
and he started talking to us about just because he noticed that we were tourists it's like i mean we were only speaking english and stuff we knew so a little bit of italian just like the normal which is like do you speak english and this guy just comes up to us and is like are you guys from the united states and he started talking to us and yeah i've been there like this guy is super italian you could um, hear the accent of his voice And he's like, yeah, I've been there. I've been to California. I did a whole road trip across the U.S. for six months. And that's when I was like, whoa, that is crazy that this guy went to the United States. He said he biked around all of the United States from cross country from California Bike? to New York. Wow. Yeah. So he was like an athletic person and he was here for six months and he went to L.A. He went to all these locations. And we just started talking about like just um, just this whole trip here in the United States. And and then we started just talking about more of, of Naples itself, like what he recommends and things like that. And he ended up saying, oh, yeah, you should go here to this one location. It's just up the street. And we were like, ah, we were a little bit tired. It was like the end of the day and stuff. It was um, well, for them, it's not late. For yeah. us, and I was like, the end of the yeah, day for them yeah. is the beginning of the morning yeah us. exactly yeah. so we ended up going we were like eh, let's just i mean we're already here we might just end up going and checking it out and we ended up going and we got just a little bit lost in everything which is i actually enjoy that I, it's, it gives me like um just a different way to explore the city just getting lost in it and whatever happens happens so we ended up finding this place and we we're like someone's having a party here and we had no idea that it was a wedding yet we just saw people dancing Um, just having like like that just traditional people on people just that connection on connection everyone just smiling and I ended up seeing someone in like a white dress and I'm like am I in a wedding right now like am I really in a wedding right now just stumbled across yeah it was literally like just in the in the middle of like the whole like in the middle of people living like people were living around there there was restaurants around there Like people just having fun and they were just having a wedding there. You saw the, the couple there and people were just dancing around. It was like one of the most like cool things that I experienced throughout the whole trip. And people were just like pulling us to come into the party to join them. They were just dancing around. And it was just like that type of connection. And that that's what it like drove me more to liking Italy because the people there are just... They're just, they just have this, this um, what, would you, what would you say, this energy that um, attaches onto you. And like it makes you, it's, it's a contagious energy. And people are just happy and just living life there, which um, reminded me a lot to, there are different places, but reminded me a lot to Mexico, which people are just living life. They have, it, it feels like they have no worries in the world um but yeah if you want to have a wedding in the middle of just anywhere and just you want to invite random people over <laughs> go to naples italy but no it, there was a lot of of nice moments um rome we didn't get to explore as much uh but that's more of a touristic area that's more of if you want to see like the the large buildings like the coliseum trevi fountain the trevi fountain um, those are also pretty hot spots for for like engagements the trevi fountain like oh huge. yeah we, oh yeah now that i remember someone got engaged at the trevi yeah fountain. there's someone yeah, getting engaged there every uh, week there was every like day a, yeah there was like a photographer there with his film camera mm -hmm. um 
Did you show him how to shoot? <laughs> the funny thing is, like, it's um. So in Rome, there's a lot of people that will just come up to you and offer you things. Like, I think in mo in a lot of of touristic areas there is, but in this case, since it is a hotspot for like engagements, they have like photographers there that they take a film photo and they try to sell it to you. So there was a situation going on and they almost caught into like a little bit of a fight because that photographer was like, no, I took the picture. And the guy was like, no, but I didn't take ask you to take the picture. And it's like, no, but now you have to pay me. But like, no, I'm not paying you because I didn't ask you to take that picture. So it's just situations like that that are that are that are kind of like interesting to see. But yeah, all of those spots are super hot spots for engagements um but it, it is a crowded city yeah i think going there you you kind of you ha have that in mind you you expect mm -hmm. for there to be tourists and things like that i have heard of success stories at the trevi fountain uh going very early like five in the oh, morning yeah. six in the morning for sunrise where you know it's almost empty and i've had i've heard of people having full ceremonies there like pretty much undisturbed so if If any of these places are like things that you have to do and you're like, no, I've always imagined myself getting married in this place in Paris overlooking the Eiffel Tower or whatnot, there will be a way to to do it. From what I'm gathering in Italy, you found uh, you found the same energy as in maybe like a major city, but with a little bit more of a kind of preserved culture in in italians uh maybe a little bit more like you said authentic because when you go to a big city like london or paris it's uh you're gonna find a mix you know you're not just gonna find parisians you're gonna find a huge a huge mix of of everyone but it seems like from what i'm hearing italy had that energy of a of a bigger city um, or naples had that energy of a bigger city but still keeping that authentic Italian touch. Exactly. Yeah. So just kind of going a little bit back, uh, just Rome. Um, Rome is just a touristic vibe. Naples is more of a connection vibe. You just want to meet a random stranger. Vibe. <laughs> a connection vibe. That's, yeah. that's a sentence. If you want to just talk to a random stranger and just become friends right away. Yeah, and it's just it's it's just a, it's it, I think it's still considered a touristic city, but it's 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 different. It's it's very like I said, authentic and just just people just doing random things and and and, and just the walkways of the city, and it was it was definitely and that's what I like, just like the people at the end of the day, that culture. That's kind of why I like exploring the different cities. If you're between a uh, uh, wedding in Rome, Naples, or uh, the Amalfi Coast, where are you going? You should have a wedding in the Amalfi Coast. Really? Yeah. Wow. So you just talked of Naples pretty hard. That's because I wasn't having a wedding in Naples. <laughs> <laughs> But if you want to have a wedding, go to the Amalfi Coast. If you like beautiful scenery, mm -hmm. go to the Amalfi Coast. If you like the people, go to Naples. If you like, mm. if you like beautiful structures, go to Rome. Mm -hmm. So wow. that's kind of like my two cents on it and my view on everything. Um, oh yeah, I didn't mention we saw also a wedding in the Amalfi Coast. 
and they were having a wedding there. There's like churches around the area. And hotels too, like huge balconies. They have massive balconies where you can have, see, that's a place that's very touristy, uh, just like Paris, but you can, you, you will find the, the real estate, the space to have a bigger wedding because it's not as tight as closed in. Now the Amalfi is like one of the places for destination weddings, yeah. oh, Italy and, in general. And it's a very hot place for honeymoons also. Oh, So a lot of the people, so we, we stayed in Naples and then we decided to go on, on the train to Rome and on the train to the Amalfi Coast. Mm-hmm. Everyone that was going on the train to the Amalfi Coast, oh, we're here on a honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, what about you? Guys? Oh, we're here on a honeymoon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're here on a honeymoon. And they were just asking the, the train operator, like, oh, what do you recommend in the Amalfi Coast and things like that. But, yeah, there, it's a very hot spot for, for – I mean, it, it makes sense. It's a beautiful location. There's a lot to do there, and it's uh, – um, some very very good restaurants also um, they have like some michelin star restaurants there and yeah if you just like beautiful scenery and you just like sunbathing and going and swimming and going on the boat having boat parties things like that the amalfi coast will 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 leave you satisfied when it comes to that then again we only explored a small part of the amalfi coast we explored positano which is i mean it's still a hot spot i would say um, but we also explored the the island of Procia, which right there, I would actually recommend a wedding there just because it's a lot more compact and you could actually make something happen there where there's not like all the tourists just gathered around you. And Amalfi Coast, you're going to see a little bit more tourists, a little bit more people in their honeymoon, getting in your photos, getting in your videos. <laughs> But when it comes to that, um, Procida is also a very nice island. It's only a couple of, I'd say a couple of minutes away from, from Naples. We took a ferry there and it was only like 40 minutes. Um, but with all of these destination weddings, obviously you should expect some time to travel to location to location. But when it comes to Naples, everything's fairly close by. So, which is what I liked about it. Like, you could just take either a taxi or a train, wherever you, whatever you would like to use, or a ferry in this case to um, go to the islands around there, which there's three, Procida, Ischia, and there's some other one. Um, but Naples is a good location to stay at, even if you're just going to enjoy it, yeah. because it's close to the Amalfi Coast, and it's close to the center of Italy which 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 is why we picked Naples. yeah so for our well i mean you are one of these people that i'm about to describe before listeners that are not even close to getting married or not planning anything or not they just want to travel uh, where would you send them in italy from the three locations that you were at i would send them to Naples, but that's me but most people i think they like that view they go there for the view they want to see nice things so i would say the amalfi coast for everyone else for people who are more like me that just like like finding a random stranger and just dancing Mm -hmm. or like i'm not even a good dancer but just you know it's just the fact that i could just go into a random spot and then just start dancing with random strangers it's like something very like special to me that I that I just enjoy. For I'm not gonna run out of 
out of the line that I was going in because we had a similar experience in Paris because we went there when it was Champions League time. Mm. But that's a whole different yeah, thing yeah, that yeah. I don't want to get into. You know, we can have a whole episode on the Champions League <laughs> and, of course, you know, La Decimo Cuarta. Of course, you know, Madrid, you know, the best club in Europe. It's okay. A robbed game. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's, that's a, we are going on this side tangent. That's an awesome experience because you had the Champions League, you know, celebrations right there and in front of the Eiffel Tower. So if you're ever in any of these uh, places, also keep in mind their traditions and what may be going on. Because you may be planning a wedding and then they're having the bull run and, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of the things. Bull. There's a lot of things that... I mean, if you're into that, bulls, it's not a bad idea. Well, I guess, yeah, <laughs> that would be a first. Maybe we can arrange a, a wedding with the, the bull run. But uh, in Europe, they don't really care about you. Not, not oh, like yeah. that, not like that. but like, you know, you're not going to be... They're you're not, not going to be changing priority. their plans. Yeah, yeah you're exactly. not going to be changing their plans for what they have planned in their life, like in Paris... Uh, during the summer, that would be considered like a hot spot, a hot moment, a hot you know season to travel there because summer break. But what you don't keep in mind is that Parisians, they take summer break too. Like they don't care about your summer break because they're going on their summer break. So you may show up to Paris in August and you're like, where is everyone? Why are all the stores closed? And they're going to say, we're on vacation and you may think, what do you mean? You're supposed to be here serving me because I'm bringing you tourist money. And I, they don't care. They have their own lives. They're very, they value their time a lot. They value their commitments and responsibilities a lot, which once again leads us to the differences between maybe the United States and, and other places. Because during the summer, that's when vendors here are the busiest and they're not taking any vacations because they have to cater to the couples pretty much at all times. So just be mindful of seasons as well in these European countries because they will not care <laughs> about your wedding. Uh, I think nah. it also depends just on the, on the location. Mm -hmm. Of um, course. they. W I mean, you're going to find vendors that, oh, yeah. of course, you know, will accommodate. But in general, you know, some places, if you think you're going to be strolling down, finding all these beautiful boulangeries or, or bakeries, they may be all closed because, you know, there are, it's the middle of summer and no one's interested in being in the city. Yeah, because, for example, just really quick, um, we were trying to look for some water in Naples and we couldn't find any water anywhere <laughs> because everything was closed by like 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. And Positano or like the Amalfi Coast is more of a touristic area, so they cater more to the tourists, yeah. which they know uh, most of the tourists there that we saw were a little bit from America and, and from like uh, England and stuff. Yeah. Um, and in, in Rome, it was a lot more touristy also. So they, they kind of work around the tourism. Yeah. Whereas Naples, like I said, it's a little bit more authentic. So you're going to be stranded in the middle of nowhere. If you, if you go past like nine, if you're trying to look for a grocery store for some water, mm -hmm. you're not going to find it. So we ended up just going to a random restaurant asking for some water. <laughs> They're probably like, these guys are like dying of thirst yeah, over dehydrated. here. Yeah, and it's just those things that you have to like do your research on before you go there. And you're like, why is everything closed at 9 p.m. here over there? They close mm -hmm. like at 12 a.m. They don't even close. They have 24 hours. Mm -hmm. You're not going to find that over there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's just kind of like a... It's the little things. Yeah. It's the little things. What, what place... Uh, 
did you find it hardest to get around between the three countries that we've talked about so far? Mm, I think, mm, I think Italy. No, the thing is with Italy, there's no Uber. So oh. Italy, there's no Uber and we... In the places you were at. In the places that, yeah, we were at. Um, in Rome? In Rome, there was no Uber. What? The whole of Italy, there's all, there's like no Uber. Yeah, there's no Uber in Rome. There's no Uber. There might have been maybe some other so uh, some other type of service. But yeah, we didn't, we didn't do any research because in in Spain there's no Uber e- either. But there's Cabify, which is their form of mm-hmm. Uber. In Paris, there's Uber. In Rome, in Italy, there's just taxi, just taxi. Mm-hmm. That's why we had to take the tr- the the train to the mm-hmm. Monte Coast and the train to Rome. Because we just we just didn't really trust or yeah. it's not that we trust. Yeah, you want like, to be you know, safe. Like taxis. But stuff. these are all things that you want to think about if you're planning a destination wedding. Like how are your guests going to get around? Transportation. Are you planning transportation for them? Are they taking Ubers? Are they taking taxis or another service? And these are things that we may not always think about. What place was the most expensive from the three countries that we've spoken of? They all on the euro, but there's still different ranges. Oh, one more thing. So if you want to go to the Amalfi Coast, even if it's just for fun or for a wedding, you're not going to find an airport near there. So if you're coming from America and you want to get married in the Amalfi Coast, you have to land in the Naples airport and then take some form of transportation to the to Amalfi the coast. coast. It's not going to be easy to get there. So I'd recommend just either booking something in advance, booking a private some sort of transportation, a private bus, a private something to take you and mm-hmm. your family to the Amalfi Coast because there's nothing nearby, like no sort of airport that will land you exactly in the Amalfi Coast. So okay. that's just something to keep in mind. That is a very good thing to keep in yeah. mind. So, so in terms of the costs? In terms of the cost, well, I paid... <laughs> no, oh, yeah, you can tell us what you paid. Yeah, I paid like, uh, like $60 for a plate in the Amalfi Coast. Like a nice plate. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't that good. It wasn't that good, but it's a nice area. It's a nice area, exactly. In Naples, you could get around for like, like my poke roll was like, twenty euros, which is it's still That's kind still of kind expensive. Of there. Yeah. But um, I think I mean all of the touristic areas they'll they'll jump mm-hmm. up in price because you know it's a touristic area. I mean they try to you know sell you things and you know you'll buy it because you're there to just have fun or explore or whatever. Um, but I think the most expensive of, out of all of them is Amalfi Coast, then maybe Rome, then Paris, then Naples, then Barcelona. Okay, so, so I'm going to one-up you right now with uh, London. because these... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. So quickly, before we go, uh, we'll talk about London. And of course, you know, this won't take much time because... I think I've already expressed my feelings. On that. <laughs> no, no. To be quite honest, he hated it. I it wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my favorite, but I I do consider myself a positive person, and London is definitely for some people because the city is one very green, very clean. It has all the facilities. Transportation is good. Accommodations are good. Like it's very much a modern city but just better you know like it this from 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 a city perspective i would say london is the cleanest london is the most comfortable london is 
the most efficient in terms of traffic and all these things um if you're comparing it to a city like you know paris or other places that are older uh, and it's such a central hub in the world that you're going to find everything like all types of businesses all types of vendors all types of price ranges um i mean when you think of london you think of like the crown downtown abbey like the, the crown the crown oh. the crown on netflix <laughs> like downtown abbey <laughs> the classic you know british british shows the whole royal yeah so i think if you're going to london that's more of what you are going for very kind of like old money vibes oh my gosh now i'm saying vibes over here. <laughs> very old money vibes. very old money energy um and very classic very timeless more ballroom type of thing because why else would you go to london now I'm definitely making a broad statement here because you can have any type of wedding that you want. It doesn't matter. Again, you insulted all of London. And I, I'm okay with that, honestly, because London is definitely worth insulting. <laughs> uh, that's why all the tourists that you found in Italy were from England because they don't even want to be in <laughs> London. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can't be too hard on it. Um, London, if you want it to make the most comfortable, the most... Uh, the most similar to America, definitely go to London. If you want to file for bankruptcy as well, <laughs> please go to London. Because for whatever reason, they use the pound and the pound is like a dollar fifty cents, like give or take. So you thought spending thirty dollars for a poke bowl was a lot. I spent thirty dollars for detergent, like just to wash. So it's very, very uh, misleading because they're like, oh, yeah, a hotel room a night, you know, 400 pounds. And you're like, oh, OK, you know, maybe four twenty five in dollars. And it's like six hundred dollars. And you're like, whoa, 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 whoa. OK, so London, very, very expensive, very clean, very beautiful, green city, great city. If you are there to work, if you're there to explore for a bit, I don't think you need that much days in London, to be honest. And it's not the most romantic, uh, like, city. It's very classic. If you're a classic man and you still wear a nice black tuxedo with a nice black bow tie, London is your place. And if you're a big foodie, like, you love food, I would say London had some of the best food. None of it is British, but London, <laughs> London had some of the best food from around the world. Great ramen, great Indian cuisine, great Thai great mediterranean so much good food so if your wedding is centered around food um and that's what your authentic food oh come on well i mean if you like fish and chips i guess <laughs> um but like if you if your experience is centered around food and your guests live and die for you know trying new dishes and good food then i would say london is worth considering um but if you're not from there, I don't know why you would go there. <laughs> no, Again, I'm, I'm being so way too hard on London. I'm being way the too hard on the British. I love the British. The, British. the bloody oh, British. Yeah, bloody, you know, it's uh, those, those blokes. <laughs> no, they're, they're, they're actually very... I would say that the service as well is much better than in other places. Just because they do have such a, uh, they are heavily influenced from other international 
cities and countries, international countries, of course, international cities. Um, so you can find a little bit of what you're looking for. I felt very safe in, you know, the main parts of London. They have Uber, all that good stuff. Pretty much, if you just want to say I had a destination wedding abroad, London, and you and you want it to be as similar as the United States, then London is a great place. But to be fair, I've heard that there's also great countryside. Maybe you're like, you're planning like an elopement for hiking. You can go hike with like the sheep or something, you know? So, <laughs> or if, um, if, if you're a big uh, English Premier League fan, mm. I mean, maybe you want to have a wedding, in have a wedding in, uh, yeah, you want to have a wedding in Old Trafford or something. So um, pretty much everything you said is don't have a wedding in England. <laughs> because it's like the united states but more expensive yeah it's it's (laughs) substantially more expensive uh i think it's a great place uh to visit i don't know and then we're totally insulting so many british people um but i know british photographers personally that have told me that they get jealous of every other place which is Makes understandable, sense. right? Yeah. You know, because it's, it's also, I mean, look, if you're going to, to England in general, you have to be aware of the weather because cold. it's cold yeah. and rainy oftentimes. So, yeah, I, basically, I don't see any other way but saying, I don't know why you would have a wedding in London. <laughs> Good to visit. Good to stop by. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, yeah, that, that's that. I don't think we need to speak further. Nice place. Nice people. Um, that's about it, you know. Good people, good people, good people, good food, good people, good food. Modern, modern center. Now, um, recap. Let's rank them. I mean, I mean let's say you guys already heard. You guys let's already say London heard is last. <laughs> uh, in your in your perspective, let's rank uh, London, Paris, or let's rank countries: England, France, uh, Italy. And Spain, for the type of person that you are, which you have described already. Okay, so you said London lasts for you, right? For me, England. Okay. Let's just say England lasts. I I haven't been there, but okay. I mean, from what I've heard. We're pretty similar, okay. so I would say you'd rank that last. Too. Okay, let's go last, and then Barcelona. Um, just because I'm not a huge party person. Mm-hmm. If you are, that would be the top place. But okay, I'd say um, third place for Barcelona. Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say Paris, second place, just because of the whole chaos of just uh, large tourism there and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want elegance, if you want something just romantic, classy, timeless, exactly, go to Paris. And um, and obviously, if money isn't an issue or you have a large budget. Uh, the center of Paris would, would suit you Oof, just close yeah. to everything. Top place, um, Italy, and in between the cities, um, Rome, last place, then Naples, and La Mavicos at the top. Wow. Okay, so, so that um, lived I up to I think I'm it. basing it most on on what I know people would like, mm-hmm. and I know they'll like the Mavicos. Where you can't go wrong. Exactly. You can't go wrong. Can't That's a go good wrong. place. That's a good place. I think the other places that we've talked about, obviously, you can't have a beautiful wedding there, but some things may surprise you. 
and like you're saying the Amalfi is a safe it's a safe place where you just like no matter what happens you're happy to be there and you'll and it'll be super easy to find a good planner that plans around that area. oh of course just because it's it's a hot spot and you'll you won't be disappointed with that especially if you like the whole coastal vibes and nice views if you want more authenticity i've already said you want just random people joining your <laughs> your wedding which it's not really yeah. like that it was but it's, it's because, the type of people the yeah, energy the, the exactly place. Yeah. if you're coming in there abroad from here you'll have a completely different kind of experience to your wedding but in that situation they were all locals so even the couple i mean they seemed local. local to me so they they were completely fine with just having everyone join them which is what i loved about it and then rome is just it's there's just too many people there's um there's beautiful structures but if you want if you want that yeah rome is the spot the pantheon mm -hmm. is just this beautiful thing just architecture Internet. what was that just the overall architecture the overall architecture is just that's the just thing amazing. about europe that it's so beautiful and has so much history that everywhere you go it's like you know it's hard to it's yeah. really hard to to complain because even even just walking down like you said these nooks and crannies you go, oh my gosh this is the most picturesque beautiful thing ever mm -hmm. uh so you will find that pretty much everywhere you yeah. go but yeah like out of all the buildings the eiffel tower everything mm -hmm. the basilica was probably my favorite but it also depends on what you like you know absolutely absolutely and uh, let us know what you guys like what you don't like where you would get married where you would not get married watch them all say london i want to <laughs> london <laughs> no, london's no. the vibe for today yeah um that was fun so uh, hopefully hopefully uh everyone got a good understanding of our impressions and like i said come on th there's so many places to cover that we didn't even come close to touching the surface so don't act like this is the end all be all these were just our impressions the type of weddings that we shoot the type of uh people that we are and if you're similar then these are some of the things that you may want to consider hopefully you found some things helpful such as transportation costs the feeling of a city and if you're having a destination wedding, go for it. If you're thinking about it, go for it. Because it is such a beautiful experience, no matter where you are, really. It's something completely different. And with good planning, with good help, uh, you know, you can, you can make it something special. And we're always here to help you, too. But right now, we're here for a little game of bop or flop. I've never heard of that game. Honestly, it's not really a game. It's basically just... Uh, it's a bop or flop, you know? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> For someone who's saying vibe every five seconds, how do you not know what bop or flop bop is? Bop or flop? I don't know what So it's is. basically like, oh, this sounds like, this sounds like I'm in 2003, you know? Hot or not, like, uh, you know, okay. you underrated, overrated. Oh, okay. You know, see, bop or flop. Except that in underrated, overrated, there's some things that are like properly rated, like the Eiffel Tower, mm -hmm. where it's like, ooh, it's very hyped. But I wouldn't say it's overrated because it actually impressed me. I wouldn't say it's underrated, like it's properly rated. But this is just, you know, you're cutting it. Bob or flop. So, Bob or flop, wedding edition. Maybe we'll throw some destination things in there. Let's start off easy. Bob or flop, destination weddings. So, Bob or flop when it comes to the location? 
just having a destination wedding is it a bop or is it a flop mm, I think it's a bop <laughs> wait i don't understand no, wait, what no, bop no, no, no. you're right you're right let's just, just go with it's, hot or not no that's terrible what? that's terrible what it's just hot like it's not? funny that's... no it's funny what? how we're like talking about it like we're like no we're i know both... but i don't know if bop is like a hot place <laughs> it is it is like... it is like it's a good thing like okay yeah, that's hot yeah, yeah, yeah so europe destination weddings heck yeah it's a bop it's a <laughs> super bop i would <laughs> I would, I'm planning to have a destination wedding. Really? Yeah. Okay, this is news. You're like hearing it here first. Like a whole two-week destination wedding type wow. of thing. Wow. Yeah, because wow. it's the thing with me is I don't have a super large family, so I wouldn't okay. throw a super large thing. Okay. Who knows? My future wife might, and it might just change everything <laughs> for me. But to be honest, what I've seen this. everywhere when it comes to weddings. When it comes to weddings, no matter how much you dream... If your wife dreams just as much, it is probably her dream that will be carried out. Exactly. And I'm okay with that, to be completely honest. Her dream will have the final say. But we were saying, what if you have a wedding podcast? A wedding podcast? You know, does she have a wedding podcast? Who's really dreaming harder here? You oh. Know? Oh. I'm just saying. She put that one out for you. I'm just saying, like, you yeah. know, it's like, hey, you've been dreaming but I've been doing, I've been talking oh. about it. Dang. Oh. So we'll stay It'll tuned. It'll probably still be here. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, but stay tuned to see how that, how that plays out. Okay, Bob or Flop, wedding cake. Flop. Flop. Same. Straight up flop because I'm not going to even explain myself. It's just a little bit overrated. Yeah. I mean, no one eats the whole, no one finishes even the, the smallest cake. When was I've the last seen. time you had a wedding cake? Uh, I don't even think, I don't even think I've had one. <laughs> i'm completely serious i think i took like a bite once and that's it oh wow okay yeah, I, like, yeah wedding cake I, well first of all i don't even like cake like that you know you're not and a so big cake not, guy yeah yeah so i can see that okay flop uh bopper flop wedding favors mm, what, uh bop bop something small something just you know you don't have to spend a whole lot on it but i, I think it's a bop that's a flop for me so we're we're different there. Um, bop or flop? Uh, capturing, getting ready, bride and groom prep. Bop, huge bop bop. Bop. Do like so you think bop, it's pretty important? Bop. Yeah, because it's it's uh, it's some of my favorite moments, very raw moments, which which I like and and I enjoy capturing as a filmmaker. Same. I love bride and groom prep. Huge bop bop from us. I find this really funny because, like we were saying, we're both here in very formal dress. Like, we're in grown men in suits saying bop or flop. Um, but bop, bop on that for sure. Um, I say hot, but he forced me to say bop. Yeah, he was saying hot or not. Hot or like, not, man. This is like Hot That's 75, the like the hip-hop albums. Nowadays are doing. Oh, my god! You gotta get hip, man. Come on. That's, that's, that's one way to show that we are not hip at all. <laughs> okay bob or flop first looks bob huge bob bop 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 okay so you think it's important that intimate moment is very important in a wedding day at least in my opinion okay mine too it's a big bop for me as well bob or flop outdoor ceremonies bob i like it there's more light there's a lot more to work with you're not um you're not restricted to certain locations i prefer outdoor weddings i i would say bop too but um 
recently they've been tough because of like the wind the sun it's a little bit hot so it's i'll keep it as a bop i like outdoor ceremonies i prefer them definitely so bop for me and last but not least bop or flop uh the couple getting married <laughs> i'm just kidding huge our couples flop. are always ever get married our yes. couples are always huge bops so hot huge okay. hot let's just end the podcast now <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for for listening thank you for being here even though course, you were forced now i will lower the gun from your head thank you thank you and yeah. now you can you know continue working we're, we're actually gonna gonna head to a shoot right now but we had some time and we thought it would be fun to to have this conversation. Like I said, uh, hopefully you got something from it, whether it was educational, inspirational, or entertaining. Thank you for being here. If you like the show, feel free to share it with your friends, leave us a review, or contact us. You can find us at Seha Wedding House on Instagram. You can find Mr. Armin. VillaWeddings.com At Villa Weddings, yeah. Just send him an inquiry and... A deposit and you will get his time that's for sure you'll get my time either way but you know, <laughs> no honestly yeah even if you just want to talk weddings yeah. if you want to talk travel um, we're always happy to to help and and to just chat with you maybe you just need a listening ear and thank you for lending us your ear in this podcast even though we were acting a fool and we that's apologize to all of the people that we offended uh-huh. <laughs> all of the Londoners, is that what they're called? The all the British people, all, the British. all of the French. We're sorry for his uh, very terrible French Listen. accent, all right. and for his. I don't even know what bonjour. word you said. What did you bonjour. say? You said the worst bonjour, word. Bonjour. Renaissance. Merci beaucoup, yes. Okay. Uh, thank you once again. Thank you for being here. And uh, we'll see you very, very soon on our next episode. So, any any last words? Merci beaucoup, everyone, for listening. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We will let you go because you have a wedding to plan. Bye.